We're the twins, and these are our takes. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Twins Takes, a Lima Inbounds podcast on all things sports. Welcome back to another sports recap. Um, we've got a very lengthy episode uh, coming for you guys. We got a lot of sports to talk about, so we're just gonna dive right into it. Uh, Imran, what's first up on the agenda? We're talking about we're talking about golf. Um, so as you guys know, Aleem, our dad, and I, we picked three golfers each for the FedEx Cup. One who was near the top, one who was in the middle, and one who was at the bottom. And at the end of it, we based it on relative score from where they started, and what they ended at to see who whose three players performed the best. Um, so my dad was way ahead of us after the third day and he'd won it, but on the, going to the final day, Aleem and I were tied. Um, and Aleem, do you want to, do you want to tell them what happened? I lost by one because Bryson DeChambeau bogeyed 18 and that, that was why I lost. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was not, it was not a fun, fun golf tournament for me. Um, I just did not make any of the right picks, really. Um, Justin Thomas was all right. Mackenzie Hughes was actually good, but Deshaun Bow was terrible. Um, and I'm really upset that he that he choked it for me. But, um, yeah. Well, you have to do something now. What am I supposed to do? I, I apologize. I, I, I know nothing about golf and do not trust my golf picks. But Imran's useless and also terrible at golf, so don't trust his golf picks either. But I'm better than you, so that's all that, that's all that matters. Okay. Um, if you're looking for golf picks, we'll get our down on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so coming up this coming weekend, uh, that we're recording this is the U.S. Open. So we're gonna do a bit of another golf predictions, just cause why not? I mean, Ali needs a little bit of revenge. Um, I don't know how we're really gonna do this, but who do you think will win the U.S. Open? Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. Um. Do I want to be lame and just back Dustin Johnson? It's so hard not to. The, the, the guy's playing unreal. Um, I'm going to back Dustin Johnson, but I'm also going to back Justin Thomas, my guy. Yeah. From, I think, I think he was playing solid. Um, and if it's not going to be Dustin Johnson, I think it could be Justin Thomas, but I also want Morikawa to do well. What are you thinking? I was going to say Morikawa. Um, did well at the FedEx Cup. Sounded a good second half of the year, if that's what you'd call it. Um... But I think it's hard not to back DJ and just the way he's playing. I don't. I, I feel like I'm going to have to go with DJ. What about a little Tiger Woods? No. Sorry, Tiger. I, I hope Tiger that. makes a little run, though. That'd be nice to see. Make it, at least make the cut. That'd be fun. See yeah. him playing on the weekend. Maybe a, maybe the red shirt on Sunday. That'd be nice. I'd love to see some of the other big names do well. Brooks Kepka. Oh, I George hate Spieth. Brooks Kepka now. No, I know, but... It, Jordan Speed's terrible. I just, want some of the, I just want it to be a good tournament. I don't want DJ yeah. to run away with it. Um, I also think John Rahm, maybe, I kind of yeah. gave him a little bit of harsh criticism before the Fairness Cup, and he played pretty well, so I'm going to give him a bit of, give him the credit he deserves. So okay. Maybe him, but I feel like for anyone, it's hard not to back DJ. Yeah, I agree. Maybe Roy McIlroy, throw him in there. Who knows? Yeah, might as well. Just um, throw everyone in there at this point. Yeah, speaking of U.S. Open, let's move on to the tennis U.S. Open. Uh, that was a good one, that was a good one. Thank you. Um, yeah, so the U.S. Open just finished yesterday when we're recording this. 
Um, Imran, you honestly did not have a great no, tournament prediction-wise. I didn't have a great tournament predictions-wise at all, but... Um, so, Dominic team ended up winning. Um, he beat Zverev in a five-setter coming back from two sets down. He's the to... first person to do that since, like, 1948 or something. Oh. To come back from two sets down in the final. Interesting. Uh, yeah. He won the fifth set in the tiebreak. Um, I think the tiebreak was 8-6, so really, really good match. Um, but Imran, obviously, you thought Dominic team was not going to win it at the beginning of the tournament. Yeah, I mean, coming into it, he had a few bad losses on hard court. Um, I thought of him more as a, as a better player on clay, in my opinion, um, which he still could be. We don't really know, but he had a few t- um, early exits in tournaments before this, so I didn't think he was on the best form, but hey, I guess he shot me up. So Yeah, um, the big news, for, I think, from the men's side... Men's side was uh, Djokovic getting defaulted out of his match. Yeah. Um, he had some unfortunate calls go against him, and then after he got broken, I think, to go down 6-5, he was heading towards the bench to get a water break and switch sides, hit a ball backwards, struck one of the lines uh, people in the throat or the face, I think, um, and USTA rules uh, call for a default of the match, so he was done for the tournament. All of his money that he would have won at that point was uh, a fine, so he came out of this with nothing. Um, quite unfortunate. Um, it definitely was not intentional, um, but the rules are the rules, so that was definitely opened up the, the draw on the men's side. Um, we had a good showing from the Canadians. Um, the last time we spoke, they were all in the round of 16 in the quarterfinals, um, and a little bit disappointed we couldn't see them make a little bit of a further run, but a great tournament nonetheless, don't you think? Yeah, fantastic tournament. Pospisil was really the big shock of it all. Um, fantastic tournament. I think in his uh, round 16 match to Jimmy Noor, he lost the first break, first set in a tie break where he was up. I think after that, he was kind of just deflated a little bit. Auger ran into team and, well, team clearly won it, so it wasn't an easy match for Auger. I don't think he played particularly well. But I think coming up against teams is always difficult. And then Shap had a fantastic match against Corano Busta going in the quarterfinals. In the quarterfinals. Um, maybe a match you should have won, lost to second and third in a tiebreak, but still a fantastic showing from them. So you can't fault them, but they definitely had a chance to go even further. Yeah. And then on the woman's side, we had. Um, uh, semifinals for the ages. Yeah. Azarenka. With a great, great tournament. Uh, she's come back after having her, I think, three children. Um, I want to say she, this is her first Grand Slam in seven years or something like that. Something like that. Um, and she had it's a great a tournament going up against Serena in the semifinals. Um, Loses um, the first set 6-1. Yeah, and then a, but it's a huge throwback um, yeah. semifinals-wise. And then comes back, uh, I think, wins the second and third 6-3. Um, and gets into the finals, where she ultimately falls to Naomi Osaka, who we both kind of predicted would be in the finals, um, if not win it, and she obviously went on to win it. Congrats to her. Um, she is so solid, um, so fun to watch, but uh, disappointing we couldn't see Azarenka uh, just kind of throw it back and give us a current slam dub. Yeah, it would have been nice, but I think it's good to see that she's back on the map. Um, she's going to be in contention now for a lot of tournaments coming up and a lot of the majors to finish the year. 
Um, and I think it'll be good to see a lot more competition in the ladies' tennis, just now knowing that Serena, her time of running through things may be up. Yeah. We'll we'll see we'll see. Um, I'm excited to see Andrieski get back eventually yeah. and uh, compete again with these these ladies. Yeah. Should we move on? Yeah. So NFL. Is NFL back. is back, um, which is quite insane to think about. Um, and if you watch some of the NFL, there were some some strange things going on. Um, we saw Tom Brady in a Buccaneers jersey. Um, uh, that was probably the wildest thing I've seen in sports in a long time. Um, that's one of the biggest uh, switches I've seen. Um, a guy who's been on one team so long that you kind of forget that he could switch teams. Yeah. Um, but anything from the NFL you saw or wanted to mention? Um, some Any big wins, big losses? Um, I think, well, ultimately that Buccaneers-Saints game was always going to be a big one. Yeah. Uh, Brady versus Breeze. Um, it was always going to be a powerhouse battle. Um, the Saints and Drew Brees and the Saints pulled it off. Um, I don't think the Buccaneers played particularly well. Yeah. Brady didn't play well at all, in my opinion. Um, but, I mean, it was their first game, new team. Um, this isn't going to be a bust of a season for them. They were just... I think they're just getting used to playing with each other. I still think they'll make the playoffs. Uh, yeah. You don't miss the playoffs with Tom Brady. I agree. I just don't know. I don't think they'll be one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, I but think... I think for them, they just need to make the playoffs, and in order for, and that would be considered a good season. Yeah, I think, um, I think they're probably a little bit overhyped. Um, I think Tom Brady is starting to get a little bit washed up. I don't think he's as an elite of a quarterback as we once knew him to be. Um, but we'll see how the Bucks do in their next coming weeks. I think week two, week three are going to be pivotal weeks for them. Um, need to get a couple wins there and kind of bounce back and maybe prove me wrong. But um, some other games. Um, yeah. Cardinals beat the 49ers. Yes. Which is a big, not I wouldn't say shock, but considering how well the 49ers did last year, um, Cardinals got a big win week but one. But big, big from, from DeAndre Hopkins, a big uh, offseason acquisition. Absolutely. Um, he looked great. Um, what other games? Joe, Joe Burrows. Joe oh, Burrow in his, was first, see. in his first NFL start. He, it wasn't a fantastic start, but uh, down three late in the game. Leads the team on a, a great drive to get down to the... I don't know. They were in field goal range, comfortably in field goal range. Um, and their kicker shanked it. Um, shank the field goal to uh, which would have sent them to overtime. Thirty-one um, yard field goal. Yeah, that's a pretty much a chipping for yeah. most most kickers. So it's disappointing. Um, looked like the kicker injured himself on the kick too because he missed it terribly. But um, disappointing for him. Um, some other notable performances. The Ravens looking like the Ravens. Looked yeah, thirty-eight to six win over the Browns. Omar Jackson. Well. Just look like the Lamar Jackson from last year that we knew. Yeah, the Chiefs um, looked great too on Thursday night against the Texans. Yeah, um, Seahawks looked. Russell Wilson looked great. In Russell Wilson was fantastic one. in his first uh, game. I think he could be the MVP of the league this season. Not, I'm not lying. I think he was close to doing it last year. Um, unfortunately, Lamar Jackson got beat him out. But Russell Wilson, man, that guy's the that guy's a monster. One thing I did want to mention is uh, the Eagles falling to the Washington Football Team. Um, 
still strange to say the Washington football team, but um, I think uh, Ron Rivera is their coach now for the Washington football team. Um, and he, I'm, he has cancer. Yeah, and during see? halftime, he had yeah. to get an IV so that he could come out and coach the second half. So that's just like an incredible story. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Eagles looking not so great. Carson Wentz didn't look great. He looks like he's been a little bit disappointing. So we'll see. We've got to keep an eye on the Eagles. Um, but, yeah, Patriots win in their first game with um, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, yeah. He looked great. Uh, he I think good. I think he's going to be good for them. I mean, it wasn't anything phenomenal, but he looked good. He did what they needed to do, but the Patriots' defense is always going to be pretty decent. So. Yep, and the uh, Giants are losing Monday night. Um, there's another Monday night game later on, Broncos-Titans. I think like, they just lost. Uh, yes, they did lose, 26-16. to 16. Yeah. So that's disappointing. See, um, Saquon Hart was a guy, though. Yes. Basically the whole highlight of the Giants. No, Danny Dimes threw a 41-yard touchdown pass or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I haven't, I'm not watching the Giants. I don't want it. Roethlisberger played well. Pain myself like that. Oh, yeah, Roethlisberger's back because so, he had a big injury last season. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Smith caught two touchdowns. Interesting. Good for Juju. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously we don't know. We're not football experts. Uh, we just kind of love seeing what happens. So we're just going to be keeping out uh, an eye on some of these teams throughout the next couple of weeks, seeing how they're doing, seeing uh, uh, any other big flops and any other teams that are underperforming. But, um yeah, anything else you want to say on the football side of things? Um, just if you guys have any ideas on a speci- an NFL-specific topic you guys want us to talk about one time, just DM, us, DM it to us on Instagram um, at twins.takes, um, and we'll try and fit that in. If there's a lot of demand for a specific NFL video, that, I mean episode, then I guess we will. So, yeah, but as Aleem said, we don't know too much, but if you guys want it, we'll do our research and get it done. Um, now moving on to the NHL, Stanley Cup playoffs, conference finals. Um, both the two both series, uh, teams are up three one. The Dallas Stars are up three one, which is just what we just did not expect. I didn't. I did well, not see Dallas. I, I expected. This. No, I guarantee you. If you listen to last week's sports recap, we both said I would be shocked if the Vegas Golden Knights were not in the Stanley Cup final. Yes, but I also from day one predicted that the Dallas okay, Stars you, would win the Stanley Cup. But you changed Cup. your opinion, so you can't say that you were back in Dallas the whole way. I didn't say it was. I didn't say that, but I also said from the start there's a chance Dallas goes to the Stanley Cup. Well, I, well, I said there's a chance the Lightning go to the Stanley Cup. I had them in my Stanley Cup final, so then okay. we're both equally smart. Okay, cool, but the Lightning people kind of expected. No one expected the Dallas Stars to get out of the first round. No one expected the Lightning? People were picking Dallas to lose first round to Calgary. Okay, people were probably also picking the Lightning. You picked the Lightning to lose first round. Yeah, but I'm not an expert. The experts were picking Calgary over Dallas. Other people were... Experts were probably picking Columbus over the Lightning, too, so yeah, let's but calm down. I don't think it was that outrageous of a pick. I, I don't think it was as outrageous of a pick as the Lightning... Or, I mean, the Islanders to the final would have been, so... I wouldn't say the three seed to the finals is outrageous. It's still, like, not easy, and it's not an easy prediction for people to make. But I wouldn't say it's uh, out of the out of this world. Well, I made it, so you know what I'm happy. Um, they're they're up three one over Vegas. Current game five is currently going. Vegas is up two nothing in the third. So that one's hope probably going to game six. I don't want to jinx it, but um, who knows what three one comebacks in the playoffs this year. Yeah, we'll get on to that. Um, and then the Lightning up 3-1 over the Islanders. Um, Lightning have looked really, really good this yeah, playoffs. Yeah, they have. 
Um, unlike their playoff runs in the past, they actually have won the series. Um, and they're good, even though I don't think... I don't know what the deal is with Stamkos. I don't know when he's coming back, if he's coming back. But um, they're, doing, they're making a big run without their captain. So it's always something you like to see. Yeah. Um, ho- I'm hoping the Lightning take it home. Um, if they win Game 5, they're going to have won their first three series all in five games. So that's kind of interesting to see. But um, a Lightning Stars matchup between the two of us would be pretty hilarious. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, anything else on the NHL topic? Or should we move on to something else? Let's move on to soccer. Okay. Um, so so the Premier League started this weekend. I'm going to start with Liga. But okay. Well, soccer's back. Soccer is back. It has been for maybe, I think, a few weeks in some of the other leagues. But soccer is back. Um Feels like it just ended because it did. It did. Um, in League Oh, we had a very. What's the word? Very chaotic and hectic weekend. Um, so, firstly, PSG have lost their first two games. Indeed. They're sitting in the relegation zone. Um, and obviously, this isn't going to last, but it's crazy to see that a team who's dominated their domestic league for this long has lost the first two games. Do you know it was just yeah. Champions League runner-ups? Oh, yeah. forgot that part. One goal away from potentially winning it in penalties. So, it's crazy to see that they're now struggling in a league that is not great. Um, so, that's always interesting to see. But the end to this Game 2 against Marseille was just ridiculous. With I think before that, there was around like 12 yellow cards throughout the game. It was like game. 10 or 12, yeah. And then... In added time, just a whole, a massive brawl broke out, pretty much. And I think there were five red, card, red cards issued yeah. um, at the end of the game. Neymar being one of them who's been, who was sent off. But just a hectic, hectic game. Um, obviously, PSG frustrated. I mean, there are some rumors of some stuff that was said towards Neymar. Yeah. Um, I don't want to judge because he said... She said, but um, if any of those are true, anything races towards Neymar is just unacceptable. Um, and I hope the guy is punished for it, but we don't know. It could just be Neymar saying stuff. Um, but uh, that was a crazy, that was just a yeah, it was just crazy scenes. I wasn't watching, and then I saw it uh, on Instagram, and I was like, there was like seven red cards, and I was like, just like just happened throughout the game, and then I looked at it, and it was like all in like the last. In like the ninety seventh minute, and I was like, "What happened?" And then I googled it, and it was crazy. Yeah, watch the highlights. The ref was like handing out red cards left, yeah. right, and center. Yeah, it was it was insane. But now let's move on to the Premier League. Um, so week one of fixtures, um, they've all happened now. Um, so as you know, Man United, Man City, Burnley, and Aston Villa didn't play this week. Indeed. This weekend because Man United and Man City were given breaks because of their involvement in Europe and the European competitions that happened in August. Um, so they were given an extra week just to be ready um, and get a break. Um, but let's talk about some of the fixtures that happened. Yeah, so let's just go through it. So Arsenal had a great showing in their first uh, game against Fulham. Um, they won 3-0. Willian looked great. Um, yeah, it looked very, very good. Yeah, Crystal Palace beat Southampton 1-0, which I was a little shocked by. Um, as you guys will see at some point, probably this week, 
Um, Imran and I did a Premier League predictions uh, video where we just kind of predicted where everyone was going to finish the table. Um, and I have Southampton finishing relatively high, so this is a little bit of a slow start, but a good win for Crystal Palace nonetheless, Zaha with the goal. Yeah, um, absolutely. Good win for Crystal Palace. Um, then we had this crazy game between Liverpool and Leeds. Um, we'll talk more about it after, but Liverpool getting the win 4-3, which is a big win for them to start off their campaign, but a great showing by Leeds in the first game. Yeah, then we had a Newcastle and West Ham game, which Newcastle won 2-0. Um, West Ham are in turmoil. Their players are just not wanting to play for the club. They don't want to play for the manager. The fans are all over the place. Um, there's talks about players going on strike for the game. Like, it's just... Not great and yeah. uh, not a great result. And it's always when there's problems going on off the field. It's always hard for the players to, to uh, perform on the field because there's so much going on. There's so much for them to think about. But um, Cal Wilson scoring his debut for Newcastle, which is always something you want to see as a Newcastle fan. So um, they've got some hope there. Yep, great first win. And West Ham might be going down. Oh, maybe. Um, then we had a... That was all, all on Saturday. Then on Sunday we had two games. Uh, the early game, Leicester beat West Brom comfortably 3-0. Vardy with two goals, both penalties. Um, West Brom back up in the Prem, but not a great start for them. It's unfortunate they drew Leicester in their first game, but um, it is what it is. Leicester looked pretty good. Um, and uh, Jamie Vardy, what a man. What a man. I mean, two PKs, but still. But what a man. Got to score them. Um, and then the big shock of the weekend, I think, was... Everton uh, being Tottenham one nothing. Yeah. Um, Jose Mourinho probably not happy with the side on that one, but uh, props to Everton for getting the dub. I didn't think they would gel quickly enough to uh, get a dub in a big game like this so early on in the season, but um, Ancelotti know, knows what he's doing. Um, they definitely could have made it 2-0 early on in the game. I think it was Calvert-Lewin literally missed an empty net, took it around the keeper, um, and actually m- missed an open goal. So luckily they still got a win there, but... Um, Tottenham, where do we? I don't know. It's, I mean, it's always tough. Um, first game of the season, you cannot really judge a team, but I didn't really think they looked that good. Um, they weren't playing like the Tottenham we've seen before, and we saw them go on a little bit of runs throughout the season. But I think, although it's just the first game of the season. Um, a loss to Everton is kind of a big one um, because you want to finish obviously above Everton, you want to be pushing for the top and you can't be losing to the likes of Everton um, and the league and the teams below them. Um, so I think it may be a bit of a shaky start for Tottenham. I think they end up playing Liverpool soon um, or they play some sort of big so- big side soon. I think it's United actually. Um, so it'll be hopefully they're still on better form when they play United but I don't know, it's I hope Spurs pick it up because I want them challenging for Europe. I mean, you know, you know where I have them in my table, so I don't have I don't have them having a great season. If you want to know exactly where I have them, check out our Premier League predictions episode that'll be coming out. But um, yeah, uh, then we had games on Monday. We had two games on Monday. We had Wolves and Sheffield United. Um, Wolves taking that two 0 with two early goals, one from Jimenez and one from Stice. Yeah, um, Wolves looking good. I have them doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, they always do well, and then. I also had Sheffield United not doing as well this year just because, as I said in the Premier League predictions episode, which you should check out, um, they don't have the element of surprise anymore. So it's going to be a tough season for them. Yeah, and then the late game on Monday, Chelsea versus Brighton. Chelsea won at 3-1. I was shocked by Chelsea's lineup a little bit. Um, they had Havertz and Werner in the starting lineup, but they had no 
Pulisic, who I think was injured, but no Ben Chilwell, no Thiago Silva, no ZH. So, interesting um, lineup. They still got the dub. Uh, pretty comfortable. Um, they look, look they're going to be pretty solid. But, yeah, let's go into this Liverpool-Leeds game a little bit more. Yeah. Because um, that was definitely the game of the weekend and could, was almost one of the biggest shocks on opening weekend we've seen in a while. Yeah, so I think... Liverpool's dis- the main thing was Liverpool's defense looked shaky. Very shaky. Van Dijk um, looked. Van Dijk looked really bad. Out of out of place almost. Yeah, Arnold also Alexander Arnold also looked out of place. Yeah, he, he did could, not have a great game. He did not do anything. He was getting beat on deep on defense. He wasn't um, performing on the offensive end, and he was just. It looked like he was still celebrating the Premier League title. Yeah, um, but. I mean, they're, they're often, I mean, their guys are just going to figure out how to score goals. They yeah. always look threatening. Um, Salah with a hat-trick. Two pens, yes, but you, if they draw them, you got to put them away. Um, and then a great goal for their third goal um, was Salah's, the volley. Yeah, the volley. Uh, into the top corner. But Leeds always, always looked threatening. And I, I love how they attacked Liverpool. I love how they pressed they forced the defenders into making mistakes, and they capitalized. They were down at all points in the game, so they went down 1-0, came back. Then they went down 2-1, came back, 2-2. Then they went down 3-2, came back, 3-3. Then unfortunately gave up a late pen, but a great performance from Leeds. And and the, the main thing that I take away from that is they dominated the game. They dominated possession at Anfield, which is not an easy place to play your first Premier League game back. Um, in the Prem, but they played really, really well, and they look like they're going to be a side who could shock a few teams this year. They they look they play Premier League quality football, so yeah. I do not see them going down. I see them having a really, really great season, and I see them sticking around for, for years to come. Yeah, as you said, um, Salah with the hat-trick, um, that's going to segue me into Fantasy Premier League a little bit. Yeah. Um, so Liam and I are playing Fantasy Premier League on the Premier League app. Um, we both built our teams. Um, Aleem was very annoyed this week, and because I accidentally didn't make Salah my vice captain or my captain, I had Aubameyang as my captain. Then I met Alexander Arnold, my vice captain. So Alexander Arnold was useless in his game, and Salah obviously had a hat trick. So that disappointed me a little bit. I think what disappointed you more was that I had Salah as my captain. Yeah, so, so you absolutely got just a fantastic number of points this week. Yeah, but um. Yeah, my team was just not great, honestly. Do you want to talk about our teams? Do you want to just say, like, a few key highlights of your team? No, I mean, my highlights of my team are on midfield. I have Aubameyang, Salah, Pulisic, Adama Traore, and Mason Mount. Um, Those five are so solid. Uh, Then, at the back, I don't have anything special. I mean, I have Alexander-Arnold. I had James, Justin James, James Justin for Leicester, who actually played phenomenally. Um... But then up top, Ings, Mitrovic. Like I, I'm just really happy with my midfield. But un- unfortunately, Pulisic wasn't fit to play this week, um, and none of the none of the others performed outstandingly. But um, we'll see how it goes in weeks to come, and we'll we'll keep you updated a little bit on how we're doing against each other, because um, you know we like to compete. Yeah, um, I just want to say a few things about my team. Um, so Yunchu, Leicester center back, played well, got me six points. Um, obviously, I saw as my captain, ended up getting forty. Um, it's like better than my whole team. My team got 55. Yeah. Um, I have Aubameyang, Son, and Sam Maximan in my midfield. And then Werner up top, we got five, but 
Saying he has a dead leg, so there's not a chance. Might there's a chance he might not play this weekend, which we'll take those. Which would be bad for um me and my Premier League team, uh, considering I've also already made my transfer, which is really dumb. But no, but bad for Chelsea is they come up against Liverpool. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but <laughs> okay, fantasy's um, not the most important. It is, but yeah, the that'll be tough for the Chelsea. But fantasy Premier League. Let's talk about fantasy baseball for a little bit. Yeah. Um, my segues today have been on point. Oh um, been so, set up for you on a platter. You haven't had to do much. Um, so, Aleem and I both are in uh, fantasy baseball league. Um, I'm in two, but yeah. We're in the playoffs right now. Aleem ended up as the one seed. Um, I, I should have been the two seed, but I'm the three seed because um, the top we were in the same division, so the two seed is the top of the other division. Um, we're with complete randoms, but we both just joined the league. Um, Aleem was six and one. Yeah. His only loss came to me. Yeah. Um, I was five and two. Somehow lost two games. It was a bit of a shambles, but we're set up on opposite sides of the draw. There's a chance we can meet in the final. Um, so we'll update you on the next sports recap if we if that happens. Um, if we're in the final, but there's just a lot of competition between Aleem and I right now, and so there's a lot of bragging rights on the line. Yeah. I'm. I'm also focused on my other league too. I'm. I'm the number one seed in that league too. I'm. I went five and two in that. In that season, so I got I got two leagues potentially where I can get two dubs. Um, gotta kind of uh, sp- split my my time and energy into both of those, but uh, I'm definitely gonna be focusing on ours just a little bit more because because I need to get revenge and take you down in that final. Yeah, so let's talk about baseball. The past week, I think the big one big thing we have to talk about is Alec Mills, Cubs starting pitcher through a no hitter yep. against the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, this is big because. Alec Mills walked on to his college baseball team. Yeah, well, the story is, I don't think he even tried out or he didn't, he got caught. No, I don't even think he tried out. He didn't try out. And then he walked past the uh, baseball coach and he said, hey, I can pitch on your team. And the coach was like, all right, come out, we'll give you a tryout. Tried out, um, made the team, made the squad, got drafted eventually. Now on the Cubs and threw a no-hitter against the Brewers. Um, A phenomenal performance. Um, and well, then, obviously, it's a no hitter. No, but but an even more phenom- phenomenal performance because of where, because of the story. Yeah. Um, this is the first time ever that both Chicago teams have thrown a no hitter in the same season, I believe, uh, with wow. Giolito throwing it earlier in the year. Um, but just not, I mean, anytime you see a no hitter, a perfect game, it's always just like it's a little fun. Um, and it's just everyone's watching it. So I was getting the updates after everything. It was like. Alec Mills no hitter through seven. Alec Miller, Mills no hitter through eight. Then I was like, nah, they usually choke it in the ninth, but he didn't. He got he got he got the final three outs and uh, no hitter. Yeah. Um. So a few. I've thrown one of them before in my life, but uh, yeah. Well, I also saved you. We had a few guys make make a few shady. We we had one first. error. I was throwing a perfect game until the last out. Yeah, but I also made a few pickups at first. It saved oh, you. Okay, buddy. Um. So let's talk about. We professional baseball, um, <laughs> Cleveland Indians looking like they're dropping out of the AL Central race. Yeah, I mean they're still gonna make the playoffs because they are, they still have a good record, but they've lost their last six. Um, they're looking like they're not gonna be competing for the division anymore. As earlier in the week, it was a really close race between them, the Twins and the White Sox. Um, so it's disappointing to see. Um, their pitching is pretty great with Shane Bieber who's probably going to be who's going to win the AL Cy Young There's and a chance to win AL MVP yeah so I was going to say but I don't think he will because he's a pitcher and they never give it to pitchers but Shane Bieber phenomenal but it's just disappointing to see that the Indians are dropping so low they could potentially be a 7 or 8 seed so a tough matchup for one of these top teams um, but 
yeah, that's one of the big things of the past week, losing six in a row. Yeah. Um, the another, th- another great thing that we love to see is the Cheaters lost eight of their last ten games. Yeah, I think so. I think they're 2-8 in their last the ten. That's the Astros, in case anyone didn't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're 2-8 in their last ten, um, which is kind of fun to see. They're now six games back at the Athletics again. There's a chance they don't make the playoffs. No, there's The no. Mariners are a game behind them. Where where did the Mariners come from? I have no idea, but the Mariners seven and three in their last ten. If the Mariners beat out the Astros for second place, the Astros don't make the playoffs. And I would love the Astros not to make the playoffs. That would I make think me that would so make happy. The, I think that would make my year. Yeah, I don't even I like I don't know I don't think we have I don't think Yankees are winning the World Series this year. Yeah. Um so I just think that that would be some some sort of sweet icing on top of some sort of cake. That would be phenomenal. That, like, I, I, I can't even picture the Astros not in the playoffs. That'd be incredible. But, you know, now that we've said it, they're going to like win their next, like, 10 games. Yeah, but it's okay. Um, the Mariners, honestly, I kind of like the Mariners. They have Kyle Lewis, who's potential shout for Rookie of the Year. Just robbed the home run today. Just great guy on the fantasy team. He's, he's a solid hitter. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on because you're just waffling now. Um, the Marlins. Are they going to make the playoffs? The Marlins are going to make the playoffs. I'm almost 100% sure of it. Um, they're back up into the second seed in the NL East. Um, even if they drop to the third, I think the NL's so bad that they're probably going to make the playoffs. Um, which is a great story considering we both had them at the bottom, almost the bottom of the league. Um, yeah. So well, we told you anything can happen in 60 games, and we're seeing lots of proof of that. Yeah, they've had a great starting pitching performance so far from Sixto Sanchez. Yeah. Um, he has just been probably, he's been their ace and has just been performing at levels that I don't think anyone could have expected, not even the Marlins. So that's pro- that's propelled them to where they are, but I mean, I'd kind of like to see the Marlins in the playoffs, just like I was kind of hoping to see the Orioles in the playoffs. Yeah, um, moving on, is there a possibility we see a full Chicago World Series? Absolutely, there's a possibility. Is it going to happen? Absolutely not. Um, Which Chicago team do you think would be more likely to make the World Series? Well, I said the Cubs at the beginning of the season. I still back the Cubs. Really, not even the White Sox top of the AL Central. You don't think they have a better chance than the Cubs? They're on good form right now. Who they might be the best team. They're almost. I think they are the best team in in the AL right now. Yeah, but it's the White Sox, dude. When was it's, the last time? Sixty games. Bro. Yeah, and then you get to the playoffs, and that's when it matters. And who do they have that's ever performed in their lives in the playoffs? Dallas Keuchel, Jose Abreu, Tim Anderson. Who's Abreu's never been to the playoffs? Yeah, Tim, but he's he's having a phenomenal year. Yeah, but Tim Anderson's never been to the playoffs. Dallas Keuchel's their only guy. And he, what, is he the ace of that rotation? Yeah. I just don't, I don't see how that rotation and lineup performs in the playoffs. Um, that's, no, that's fair. I'm just, and then the Cubs have a possibility. They're both top no, no, of their division. No, I, I know. And the only reason I do think the Cubs have a better chance is because that team has been to the playoffs many times before. Um, you Darvish is obviously the best pitcher, w- would be the best pitcher in that matchup. John Lester, potentially a close second. So, I, d- I don't th- I think the White Sox are having a great season. I still think they're overhyped. I don't think they do a whole lot in the playoffs. They could prove me wrong and go on to win a World Series, which I'd be shocked by. Um, but uh, I mean, I like their young talent. Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert. Like, I-, I like the young talent. I just don't know if it's there yet. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Padres, World Series champions? Could happen, dude. Honestly, that team is so fun. They've won seven straight. They're two and a half back of the Dodgers. I think they're playing right now with the Dodgers and the Padres in a three-game set. And the Padres sweep it. They're in first place in the division. Yeah. Um, everyone's been talking about the Dodgers, how dominant they've been. Padres are right up there with them. 
Uh, I love that team. I love Fernando Tatis. I love Manny Machado. Eric Cosmer's on the IL, so he, when he comes back, that team's going to be even better than it already is. So, yes, absolutely, the San Diego Padres could win the World Series. Yeah, I mean, they might be the second-best team in baseball right now. They are the second-best team in baseball right now. Yeah, well, record-wise, but I also mean, like, team-wise. They, yeah, they, they, they're probably just behind the race. Do you think the Dodgers are top two teams? Oh, sorry, no, yeah, Dodgers are obviously number one, then Rays, oh, then Padres. Yeah, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. I was like, excuse me? I was like, wow. Um, so now let's talk about our team, the Yankees, a little bit. Um, so we're making a bit of a late-season push. We've won five in a row, um, swept the Orioles, which... Which is big. Which is big because that gave us more hope that we would actually make the playoffs. Yep. Um, but we have seven big games coming up against the Blue Jays in the next two weeks. Yeah, um, and if we want to be second in the division... Or potentially still even push for the division title, we have to win five of the seven. I'm saying, um, I think as well as not drop other games to the Red Sox. Yeah, and Marlins. yeah, we need to. We need out of the Red Sox and Marlins games. We need to take five of six. Um, I think we should sweep the Red Sox and then take two out of three from the Marlins, um, and then take five of seven from the from the Blue Jays. And what is that? That's five of so five and one and five and two, ten and three in our last thirteen. I'll take that all day. Uh, that'll put us at 36 and 24. Great, great season considering the rough patch we went through. Um, apparently, we're going to get we're getting Gio Urshela back tomorrow. Uh, Jonathan Loisaga. Um, and then Judge and Stanton back at some point this week. So we're looking healthy again. Well, um, we're looking like we're getting our guys back. We don't know if they're healthy. Yeah, we're looking like we're going to be a threat again, potentially going into the playoffs, which is kind of what we were hoping for at some point but um big news coming that Clint Frazier will start at left field when Stanton and Judge come back love it get Gardner get Gardner on the bench um I Gardner in triple a nah it's never gonna happen (laughs) but um yeah no I love it Clint Frazier I think he's reached base in like every single game except for like four since he's been called up so that's phenomenal but we've just been getting really great starting pitching over the last five games um Debbie Garcia monster Garrett Cole, great pitching game. Uh, Jay Happ's been pitching phenomenally recently. Uh, Gumby had a great bounce back start, and Masahiro Tanaka with a good start. So Tanaka so seemed like he's been struggling a little bit more than this year than usual. Yeah, but um, when we get into the playoffs, playoff playoff, he is the lowest ERA of all time in the playoffs. So playoff Tanaka, glasses Gleber. Yeah, uh, Gleber's been hitting well again after he's putting putting his glasses on. Um, I was saying maybe he just couldn't see the ball before, so we'll see if that continues. That's definitely a shout. Um, Maybe but, you should get Gary for some glasses then, eh? No, Gary should just hit the bench. Yeah. Um, but, Nazi. But, uh, no, I'm, I was given up on the Yankees a little bit. I, I knew we'd still make no, the playoffs. No, don't say this. You're giving me false hope now. What? No, I knew we'd, I still, make the, I knew we'd still make the playoffs, but I just didn't have hope that we could do anything based off the way that we were playing. Um, we're looking like we're starting to pick it up again. I'm hoping we can, can they keep it going and our pitchers can keep it going. Um, into the playoffs, and then who knows what can happen there. But um, it's been a little bit more fun watching baseball these past five days. Yeah. Okay, now let's move on to the NBA, which has been so This has been such a big week. Holy. Okay, so let's start with the the least shocking um, result, which was the Lakers beat the Rockets in five. Yeah. Um, They lost game one. Yeah. Just like they did to Portland. Bounced back and went 4 0. Um... The Lakers looked very good. Anthony Davis stepped it up after game one, it looked like, um, and started bullying the Rockets almost. 
Yep. Um, him and LeBron, and you might disagree, him and LeBron have been the best duo in the NBA playoffs this season. Um, they've both been performing at an outrageous level. Um, I'd say there's some other shouts relative to what they normally play at. Yes, but not relative. LeBron and AD have been the best duo in the NBA playoffs. Um, LeBron, I, I'm going on a little LeBron thing. He, he's been scoring the ball, ball a whole lot better. As of recently, he's looked a little bit more aggressive. He's been shooting the ball from deep a little bit better, too. So it's always great to see. And they're going to need that if, if they're going to make a run to the championship. Um, what but, they're also going to need, though, is they had one game where all the starters split double digits. Yeah. Caldwell Pope and Danny Green decided to score. For the first time ever, which is phenomenal. Yeah. They, so, they need that. But so. Rajon Rondo had a great series. Yeah. Um, he looked like their third best player for the entire series. So You know who looked like their fourth? Rondo's brother. He was in Westbrook's head all series. <laughs> no. Um, speaking of Russell Westbrook, a poor showing from him in the in the playoffs. Just didn't look like he, he found his rhythm at all. Looked like he was a chicken with his head cut off, just kind of running around. Um, and now we know that Mike D'Antoni's not coming back to the Rockets next season. So what do the Rock? What do the Rockets need to do? James Harden says they're a piece away from getting to the NBA Finals, but are they a piece away? Is Russell Westbrook I think what they need? or I is, think, What do they have to do? I think Russell Westbrook's on the decline. Um, I think they're two pieces away. Um, I think they're three pieces away. I think they need to acquire two pieces. They need to get rid of Russell, Russell Westbrook as a piece. Um, I don't think he fits with James Harden. Um, I don't think it's going to work. The two of them, I don't think they'll ever win a championship together. Um, I would like to see someone else come. Uh, I'd like to see another guard and also a uh, big man. Um, they're not going to get a big man. If they're still going small ball, then not a big man, but a small forward or power forward who can create his own shot. Because I... PJ Tucker's not cutting. No, he's not. Um, and I think this whole idea of James Harden and Russell Westbrook playing ISO, penetrating and kicking isn't going to work against the best teams. Um, I would love to see James Harden run, play off ball for a little bit, run off some screens, get some open shots, get some open looks. I don't think that's going to happen. Depending on their new coach, maybe it will. But I think they need to get Russell Westbrook out. In my opinion, I don't see them winning with this the way they play offense. Small ball wise and their isolation play, I don't see it working, um, and I would like to see them switch up their offense a little bit, um, and I hope a new coach will be able to do that. But yeah, I don't think this Rockets idea is gonna work. Yeah, I mean, uh, we heard it from Kobe, I think last year, um, he said there's no way they win a championship with this style of play. Um, we're looking to see like that's coming a little bit true, but I agree with you. Um, I don't think Russell Westbrook's what they need think who's a guy that they could use i'm thinking a guy like zach levine or something like that some but kind of guard defense i'm thinking they, no, they don't i'm thinking they signed freddie this offseason to run their point guard no i think you move russell westbrook i mean james harden to the one get a guy who can shoot that's around fine. that's how around actually. um around them and then get a like a, a little small forward power forward who who's a three and d type guy um i think play pj back at his three or four no because eric gordon's a three Eric Gordon doesn't start at the three. Yes, he does. He shouldn't start at the three. Why? Because he's not good. Yes, he is. 
the the Lakers are boxing one Aaron Eric Gordon during He's the series. He's a great scorer. Yes, but I think they have great scores already. Well, no, but that's the whole point. That's they need scores. Yeah. The only thing that let them down is their play style, and Russell Westbrook was a starter that was useless. So they need another guard who can create his shots. Yes, but I'm I do like the idea of a small forward power forward, but I don't think you need to move Eric Gordon out of the starting lineup. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they he could be a very impactful six man. Um, I also think he I I agree. I think he he's a great starter, but I think if they bring in a small forward, then Eric Gordon either should be moved to the two and then they're fine. Or he should come off the bench. I but know. I do like the idea of James Harden running the one because he's very good when the ball's in his hand. And I think him and Westbrook maybe clashed a little bit. Yeah. Um, where would you see Westbrook? They have to trade Westbrook now, so where do you, where would Westbrook fit? Um, I really don't know. I'm trying to think of a team with like a good young or a good center or a good big man who could they could pair with Westbrook. Um, I really can't think of one. Um, maybe somehow New York finds a way to trade for him. I don't know why. It would be dumb. I don't think Russ Westbrook on his own is as good as he was three years ago on his own, but I really don't know where they would trade him and what they would get for him. Yeah, fair enough. And last question about the Rockets before we move on. Mike D'Antoni's now left. Where would you like to see him go, coach? Oh, wow. A lot of job openings. There's a lot of job openings. Sixers? That's what I'm thinking, potentially. Or the Pacers. I like either one of those. I do like either one of those. I think he could bring something to the Sixers. Um, he's a great coach. I I feel like it might be a bit... I don't know if he's the right guy to deal with Simmons and Embiid. Um, but I guess time will tell. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the other Western Conference series. Yeah, are the, are the Clippers choking it? Are the Nuggets the 3-1 Kings? Honestly, they might be. Um, I'm, I mean, Jamal Murray said it. He said they're best when, they're, when their backs are against the wall. And I mean, it's playoffs they've showed it. They're 5-0 in elimination games. Are they going to make it 6-0? Are they 5-0 in elimination games? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, you make a good point. Um, I, don't, I don't know if they can do it. I'm not. I would not be surprised, but game seven, Kawhi Leonard is not to be underestimated. Um, but I would love nothing more than for the Nuggets yeah, to do it. No. Not no. I would just. It's it'd be an incredible scene. It'd be the first team ever to come back from down three to one twice in one postseason. Um, I love Jamal Murray. I love Jokic. So, if they were to do it, I I wouldn't be mad. Um, and it would be a shock to a lot of people because the two favorites from each conference would have gone out in the second round. So it's crazy that yeah. the Clippers are, are doing this. They've yeah. choked leads in both game five and six. Yeah. Ter- yeah. The big they lead, have, 16 points. They haven't looked good in the fourth quarter. Paul George has looked all right. Um, hasn't been shooting the ball officially. Lou Williams has not played well this series. Um, they need their guys to really step it up in game seven because... The Nuggets have all the momentum right now, but they're also still the underdog. They still have no pressure on them because it's the ch- Clippers to choke. They're coming in full momentum, full confidence in their game and their team, and it's going to be a phenomenal Game 7. Yeah, and if you see the Nuggets go down at any point, don't turn that game off. Yeah, um, um, but who do you see winning it? 
I'm going with the Nuggets. Okay, I'm going Clippers. Okay, I think the Clippers, their franchise is cursed. Um, and I don't think they get out of the second round again. Um, and I think it's going to be probably the biggest choke and flop of any team in NBA history. That's a bit of a bold statement, but... Con- considering how many people had them as champions... Well, I think the next team we're going to talk about could also be considered as one of them. Agreed, but I think the Clippers are a better team than this team. Okay, so let's talk about the Bucks losing in five to the Heat. Now, Liam and I both said this was a definite possibility. You backed it. I didn't just because you backed it. Um, but the Heat look phenomenal right now. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, what a man. But that team is so deep. They're um, built really well. Yeah, and I mean, I, I said the Bucks were going were gonna to choke, and I don't think they're going to do as well as people thought they were. Um, there's not a whole lot to say. They didn't look great. Giannis obviously down injured in game four, which ended up winning in overtime and then couldn't play in game five, which they lost. Just, I don't know. He looks like he's going to stay. He looks like he's been talking to the owners and is figuring out ways for that team to get better. But I just I just don't know if that team's got what it takes. Um, and it's disappointing to see because I had such a great regular season. Um, and Giannis is a great guy, but... I mean, I'm happy for the Heat, and I'm happy for Jimmy Butler. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they look like they're definitely contenders to go to the NBA Finals. Dude, they're um, contenders to win this whole thing. Well, obviously, there's like only a few teams left. So, They're playing my Celtics in the Eastern Conference Final. Celtics beat the Raptors in a scrappy, scrappy Game 7. Yeah. Um, after a Game 6 that went to double OT, um, in which either team probably could have won it, um, the Raptors won it by three. Celtics probably disappointed that they didn't take that game, but game seven was just all over the place, honestly. Um, you didn't have great shooting performances from anyone, really. Tatum was the best player. Was the best player. Was, it was the best player in the game by far, but even towards the end of the game, he struggled. Um, Lowry sh- struggled shooting-wise. Um, Van Vliet sh- struggled shooting-wise. Siakam was awful all series, so tough blow for the Raptors. Big W for the Celtics. Um, and they might be getting Gordon Hayward back for a series against the Heat, so... Yeah, um, I'm going to try and be as unbiased here as possible. Tell me if you think I'm being biased. Um, I think for the Raptors, um, Siakam disappeared all series, which yeah. was tough for them, um, and no, and it was they, they couldn't pick up his scoring um, when they really needed it. Um, Norman Powell played fantastic, though. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, but I do think, and I don't know what this is me, me being biased, you can call me out on that, but I do think the better team won the series. I completely agree. I think the better team could have won, you guys could have won the series in five. Yeah. I think you were, the Raptors did not play well at all. I think they got lucky to get three wins. Yeah, I, I fully agree. Um, I think Tatum was our best player in the series. Tatum was the best player in the series. Um, Jalen Brown had his games, Kemba had his games, um, but I think Smart was our second best player in the um, consistency wise offensively and defensively he was the best defensive player in the series 100% no doubt yeah. that man I, was, I don't really like him but he's a dog that block, that block on Powell that's, that wins you the series yeah um, but just making play like after Tatum's play offensive rebound yeah but no but play after play on the defensive yeah. end stripping the ball stealing the ball hustle plays blocks just all over the place taking charges that Marcus Smart is Potentially the most important player in your system. Um, and just a big, big gutsy performance from the Celtics, and they got a shot to get to the finals. Yeah. 
Um, gonna use this to segue into Thursday's episode. One thing I just want to say on that yeah. whole NBA recently, because I haven't, I don't think we talked about it. Steve Nash. Did we talk about Steve Nash getting hired as the Brooklyn Nets coach? I can't remember. I feel like we must have. But if not, Steve Nash is the Brooklyn Nets coach now. Um, I think that's a phenomenal signing. He has a signing. Signing. Um, obviously, he's not proven as an NBA coach, but I think he brings a lot of um, NBA bas- basketball IQ. Um, and I think that he is going to be able to keep Kyrie's ego intact. Yeah, and, be and, he's, a, yeah, and he, he's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, uh, IQ-wise. And so I think it's a great signing. He's obviously... Um, doesn't have a lot of coaching experience, but when you've led a team for 20 years, you got the IQ to be able to be good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, segueing into Thursday's episode, um, I was, what we, Aleem and I were watching the Raptors-Celtics series, um, and it looked like anytime anybody fell to the ground, um, there were a lot of calls being, there were a lot of calls called that, um, we don't really think should have been called, a lot of very soft fouls, um, for me, Kyle Lowry is fantastic defender, but he's also one of the bigger floppers in the league. Um, and I think he just gets hit, and if he falls down a lot of the time because of his reputation, he gets the call. Um, and I That's think... not to say that any of you guys aren't floppers too. Marcus Smart probably oh, would be playing uh, the same. 100%. But no, yeah, just, just making that clear. Um, we're but not I saying... think everyone knew that yeah. before. Um, but I think there were a lot of there are a few flagrant ones called that like shouldn't have been called and a technical called on Tatum, Tatum that I just don't still don't really remember why it was a technical yeah um but this is leading into Thursday's episode where Aleem and I will be talking about is the NBA soft and why the NBA has gone soft and what has really happened um just kind of it I mean why are there so many free throws what's going on why are there so many foul calls flagrant ones technicals. Probably going to look in a little bit more into the rule book too, just so we kind of understand it. But the NBA, I mean, yeah, has the NBA gone soft and is the NBA soft now and what can be changed? Yeah. Um, that's what we're going to be talking about on Thursday. It's probably going to be a little bit of a heated episode um, as we both don't like floppers. We both don't like terrible foul calls, being that we played basketball a lot and got some terrible foul calls. So um, And also flop, flopped a fair bit. So. Yeah, just you. Um, so that should be... a. An interesting episode, but I think that's going to wrap it up for the sports recap. Yeah, it was um, a very fun weekend as a sports fan. Everything's back. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a good time. Yeah. So um, make sure to share the podcast if you enjoy um, and reach out to us or uh, follow us on Instagram at twins.takes. You can always tag us and stuff or DM us stuff in the world of sports that you want our opinion on. Um, we love to interact with you guys. But um, besides that, is there anything else you want to say, Ron? No. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to this episode of Twins Takes. We're the twins. And those were our takes.